0: Hey!
1: Thanks for tuning in again to the Pierced Off Pod. I'm Danny, And I'm Jess, and we're the Pierce Sisters, your hosts, and we're so glad you've joined us today for this episode where we will be talking about self-love and being your own best friend.
0: Yeah, it's actually a really interesting concept because I think it's something that as a kid you don't really understand the concept while you're at school because you've you've got friends because you're friends by association for mm. a majority of people so I don't think you ever battle that um aspect of being on your own so when you leave school and all of a sudden you you know your life kind of changes and it, you mature and you do kind of learn to be on your own and love yourself and all that sort of thing that's where it comes into play
1: yeah and I think maybe it might be helpful for some people to raise this topic earlier because while a lot of us, you you always are surrounded by friends and things, but I feel like we've all had a lonely period in high school as well.
0: Yeah, of course. And then,
1: yeah, you get thrown out and thrust on your own when you finish school, and Mm. there's so much value in being alone and figuring out who you are and taking that time, and I think that that's why it's such a valuable topic and it's such a valuable thing to think about. And we're all encouraged everywhere I see on social media about how, Like, take your 20s to, like, be on your own and do your own thing. And I think there's heaps of value in that. I don't think that you should, I don't know, drop everything if you have a good life or partner or something. I don't think that that's the story. But if you're alone, really take advantage of that.
0: I think so, yeah. And I think it's something that, like,
1: you shouldn't feel shame around being on your own. And I don't think that you have to be single to be alone and figure out who you are.
0: No, I 100% agree because there's, like, you can still learn to be your own
1: best friend and still learn to love even if you're with someone. Exactly. And I think everyone, it happens, like, this process of learning to be by yourself and discovering who you are happens at a different time of every person's life. It does, yeah. And for me personally, this journey started when I was quite young. I remember being 15, 16, my friends started to get boyfriends and... I didn't and I purposefully didn't because I remember like in the car distinctly one time I was driving Mm. to the shops and I was in the car like I was in the passenger seat because I couldn't drive and (laughs) I was thinking about how I had no idea who I was. And I was Mm -hmm. sitting in the car, I was like, I don't know who I am. I don't even know if I like who I am. How am I expected to have somebody else like me? Yeah. And I remember sitting there and being like, I'm not comfortable enough with myself to be vulnerable like that with somebody else and Mm -hmm. it was quite a big revelation and I remember thinking I've gotta spend this time these next few years really like I made a decision to not date anybody or get involved with anybody until I was comfortable with who I was and then until I loved myself, right?
0: Yeah, which is interesting because I don't think a lot of people are that self-aware.
1: Yeah, and I think I'm an obsessive overthinker. And <laughs> 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 I think that that is why... And most people in high school are like, oh boyfriends, and I'm just there, like existential crisis. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, how do I have a boyfriend when I don't even know who
0: I am? So... <laughs> <laughs> that is a very interesting concept, um, how many people in high school... I don't know, like... I'm not saying there's no, there aren't genu- genuine relationships that come out of high school, but how many people are, are peer pressured into it because that's yeah. the norm. And how many people actually do really know who they are in high school? I mean, I didn't.
1: Yeah, and I think... There's definitely uh, a super cool journey that a lot of people go on where maybe they do fall in love in high school and they figure out who they are together with somebody. And that's... It's not always sometimes people last in their Mm. relationships, but a lot of the time the narrative is that they don't know who they are separately. They break up and have to figure it out. They either come together or they realise they're not meant for each other. Yeah. And so I think... You can't avoid it. No. Whether you go through this process in high school and don't date in high school and try and figure out who you are or whether you do it after or whether even if you uh, if you grow with somebody but separately, like no matter how, like you have to go through this process of figuring out yourself.
0: Yeah, and I think... For yourself. A hundred percent. And I think that it's really important to, through that journey, to be kind to yourself.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot of pressure to have everything figured out all the time Yeah, when nobody knows what they're doing
0: ever. No, 100%. 100%. (laughs) I left school. I mean, I thought I knew what I wanted to do. And that is only one aspect of my life as well. It didn't, you know, what you do doesn't define who you are. It's such an interesting concept where, you know, you meet someone, they're like, tell me about yourself and everyone goes straight to work because it's the easiest thing to explain
1: but that's not necessarily who you are and also it's the most credible i feel like yeah. people care the most about it and i i'm tr- i've actively tried to when i ask about somebody like mm. ask what they like to do in their spare time instead of so what do you do for a living yeah you know and because or what are you passionate about because if they're passionate about their work they'll tell you about it anyway that's exactly right but it doesn't pigeonhole them into that and I think our society is becoming a lot more aware of how you're more than just your occupation. Yeah. But you're right. It's such a a defining thing about who we are. And it's like, and also to be expected to just have one thing that you do is crazy.
0: It is crazy because we have access to so much these days. And if you, like, are in a relationship, you are so much more than
1: a relationship as well you are still
0: an individual
1: yeah it's that whole idea of uh you're not two halves making a whole you're two whole people sharing in in each other's happiness yeah like i'm a huge believer in that you create your own happiness nobody else is responsible for it yeah and i think we've all fallen the trap to like you know, we've all been guilty at some point of wanting somebody else to cheer us up. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. But you've got to ultimately, if something's wrong in your life or you're not happy, you have the power to change it. Mm. And you can't go into a relationship expecting somebody else to to pick up your, the pieces of your life and put them together that's because right. they're trying to deal with their own life. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right.
1: And it's so rewarding when it's your own happiness. Yeah. And then you come together with somebody else and you can share it with them. That's right. And... I guess you having your own happiness and being okay on your own is the best place to be to be in a relationship I mean in my opinion
0: I think yeah I'm I'm very much have the same opinion of that and I think it definitely I mean for the two of us you and I are both very strong independent mm. um,
1: individuals and and we were raised like we don't need no man yeah <laughs> <laughs> or woman yeah or partner <laughs>
0: That's right. So I think um, I think that on our own, like we are very much okay. Do you know what I mean? We're yeah. we're not dependent on people, um, and we've never really been dependent on people. Like we've definitely had that family support network, and, and, and that's, that's obviously a different aspect. Yeah, but I think that at the end of the day, that we're not. We're not reliant upon upon
1: someone completing us <laughs> exactly, and I think part of having such a good family support meant that I didn't need to look for it yeah, anywhere elsewhere. else, right? And it was sort of good and bad, but because I like in when I mean bad is it's not bad, but because I could trust you guys and everyone yeah. and family so much, I didn't. Really like I you I went through school and I realized how many people just stab each other in the back, back yeah. and talk behind each other's backs. So I was always the person that got told everything and I never told anybody. But I yeah. never ever shared my secrets because I knew how easy yeah. and I never let my guard down. I think I have like one friend that <laughs> I've ever really been vulnerable with. Yeah. Other, and then so like dating like you have to be very vulnerable for that. And so because 100%. at school I didn't trust anybody um, because of the culture of schools, which is yeah. just kids being kids and That's right. whatever. And I just chose not to engage in that. And I c- had the privilege of doing that because I had such a strong family. We had yeah. such a strong family. And then in from that, I spent a lot of time figuring out who I was and what I wanted to do. And it mm. gave me that power to learn that young. Exactly. There's a lot of people have a different journey
0: that's right like even my journey was very different because yeah I went to the one school so I had the same friends kindy to T12 basically um and that was very that was part of my journey do you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. and when I left school things changed I went to university um And now to hear where I am today, a couple of breakups. And yeah, I think sometimes, and I don't want people to be like, you have to be shattered to (laughs) reinvent yourself or anything like that. But I think it was a very um, important part of my journey. What I specifically went through really made me who I was. And you know what, like, I wouldn't say that I wasn't my own best friend before everything happened and like leaving school and early 20s and everything like that but I definitely appreciated it and valued my own company and who I was and really took the time to be patient and understanding with myself after that
1: yeah and I think it's super interesting that even though we grew up in the same house and the same family we've had such separate journeys yeah. and that whole idea of like you don't need to be shattered to be remade or re- yeah. like renew yourself figure out who you are I feel like that it is told a lot that you do that. Like, you need to, like, you don't know who you are until you've been through a breakup and the breakup was the best thing that ever happened to all these people. And I see stories like that and I'm like, I've never been through a breakup. Yeah. (laughs) Like, is that, am I going to be missing out on some self-defining moment? And then I think that's one of the reasons that I went on exchange Mm. because I knew I needed to have some kind of challenge to help me figure out who I was and have... And I didn't do that because I hadn't been in a breakup. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I just... I, I knew people say that they really figure out who they are. They they develop as a person. Their character mm. develops from doing something like that. So I signed up for exchange, even though it was going to be the scariest thing of my life. Yeah. And I had always thought I was my own best friend. And, and yeah, like, I, I was always that person. It's like, yeah, I love myself. I'm fine with my own company. But waking up <laughs> on the other side of the world for the first time alone... In a room that wasn't my own, with nothing on the walls, bare. I didn't know anybody in my flat. That was the most terrifying moment of my entire life, and I broke down. <laughs> <laughs> I cried the most I would ever cried. I I sobbed and like wept like I was like like I hadn't done since I was a child, like yeah. a baby, and it was crazy. And I mean, it's natural. Like I, of course, it is very out of my comfort zone. Yeah, and I was scared to be alone. Yeah, and I think in being alone, it forced me out of my comfort zone to rely on pe- the people that I met, and then yeah. they became my bestest friends. Yeah, and we shared so many experiences, and I did learn to trust myself. And I caught the bus, and I realized that I have the power to do whatever I want, and I'm in control. And yeah. I had this. I, it also really helped me um, have self uh, like belief that I was capable. Yeah, yeah, I believed in my capabilities as a person to survive life alone mm. and then coming back to support like all the support here afterwards it 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 mean I could take it as support and not as a crutch like a yeah
0: know? and I think it's it's you are you approach life very differently if you trust in your capabilities and if you trust in yourself and you of a fully knowing of what you are capable of doing, do you know what I mean? And the fact that, you know, you love yourself and you are okay to be on your own, if you have to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, I mean, it's actually a really scary thought. Um. And I've been in this situation where you can be in a a room full of people and feel alone. Yeah. That is a very surreal moment. And I think it – it's those moments that I look back on and I'm like, I – I
1: didn't panic because I still knew I had myself. Mm, yeah, exactly. And I, I think for me, before I went on exchange, it was like, yeah, I'm fine on my own company, this, that. And I had that, that aspect of self love and being my best friend, but I hadn't developed the, the part of, that, of myself that believed in my capabilities. And I didn't realize that was such a big thing. And then yeah. the whole um, being alone in a room full of people, I was watching, I do know where this source is from it was on instagram um it was on Lavender. um you might know of her she's uh a youtuber uh she makes planners productivity mindset all of that about creating the life you want mm-hmm. really cool um and i've been following her for years and she put up this i think it was a reel and it was saying like the only person that is with you 24 hours a day is yourself mm-hmm. the only person that knows everything you've been through is you yeah right and that's why when you're in that room full of people if you've spent time to figure out who you are and and have confidence and and be there for yourself support yourself right yeah. like back yourself Back yourself be there help yourself through those situations then be- that is helping you develop your like self-love as well yes and like the more you it's like uh you should fulfill the promises you make to yourself. Yes. You know, if you make a promise to somebody, like, I'll get up and go to the gym with you tomorrow. You don't just flake on them because your friendship will be ruined after 20 times. But, on, like, for myself, like, I'll say, I'll get up and go for a run and I'll f- bail on myself. And the more that you bail on yourself, the more you believe you're not going to follow through on it. Yeah. And then the harder it is. That's right.
0: That's actually a really in- interesting concept. And I think it's... Uh yeah, you don't... Until you realise that perspective, you don't realise the impact you're having on
1: yourself by not keeping the promise to yourself. Exactly. And it's like, how can you ever count on yourself? Yeah. Like, how can you believe you can stick to something if you've proven to yourself so many times yeah. that you can't? And I heard that in, like, something some years ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. sense. And even now, I'm unless I'm consciously thinking I should follow through on this... I don't I still forget because yeah. you don't I don't feel like I need to hold myself to the same standards as or like l- make it up to myself as other people but you should be like yeah you should be make, treating yourself like your best friend or your partner yeah. or your sister you know you That's should exactly right. be accountable to yourself
0: yeah it, it makes such a big difference but I think a really important um, part to note in all this is that like it takes time oh yeah and just because like yesterday I am out of been on top of the world fully back to myself doesn't mean that that's
1: the same person that I am today exactly and like I had perfect example I had a not great day yesterday I wanted to do a whole bunch of stuff and then I didn't and I didn't show up as the woman I wanted to be I didn't do anything bad I just didn't slay life and I mean sometimes you just have days like that but then today I got up and I was productive, and I did what yeah. I wanted to do, and I got my stuff done, and it's never going to be up and up and up. You're going to have up and down yeah. days, and the more you live, the more experiences you have, the more you'll know yourself. Exactly. And and it takes time. It takes those positive and negative experiences to understand yourself. So I guess that's something you could, if you have a experience that you don't think is positive, you can always, at least, at the very least, be like, at least this told me a little bit about myself.
0: Yeah, you learn something from it. And even if you you know make a promise to yourself and you don't fulfill it it doesn't mean that tomorrow you can't change that
1: exactly (laughs) and then once you get in the mindset of if you do think like oh there's no point trying yeah that's like a self-fulfilling prophecy
0: yes and it's yeah it's a really interesting you you can gain a lot of momentum by just Like going through with that.
1: Yeah. And you don't have to start with something big. If you like you, it's super important if you have goals, I guess everyone has goals, but you really want to achieve them and you're finding it hard to stick to what you want to do. Start with something small. Yeah. Start with something not too big or bad or scary and, and something achievable and just slowly prove to yourself that you can be accountable to yourself and that you're not going to flake on your own dreams or your own goals or things like that and then when you're in that room full of people and and you feel alone because you've been there for yourself for so long it'll be easier to to be there for yourself in that moment in the challenging moments
0: yeah and I think that you'll seem uh, and you'll feel more present in that moment because you'll be you know confident in yourself and who you are and the fact that at the end of the day you've got yourself no matter what That you won't be so inward and so internal about everything and you know really worrying about the fact that you don't you feel alone in that situation you mean so having yourself is is so 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 important
1: yeah I definitely have conversations with myself like that and I if I'm feeling alone or, like, I embarrassed myself or these people are never going to talk to me again, I'll, like, go to the bathroom and look in the mirror and be like, at least you got you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like, right. I can always, like, I'll never leave.
0: No. One, because I can't,
1: but two, because, <laughs> like, I, I genuinely, <laughs> like, after all these years, I genuinely like who I am and that wasn't yeah. an overnight thing i think you grow up and you never even think about it right when you're a kid how you start at the beginning you're just like you're just living life and then you go through school and you develop self-awareness and societal expectations and all of that and then all of a sudden you don't know who you are Mm. very natural but if you don't know who you are how do you know if you like who you are yeah and i still don't know who i am a lot of the time i don't know how like i can describe or picture people that i know very well and i would describe them in very specific ways but it's so hard to do that by myself and i kind of think that that's maybe because only we know ourselves to the ex- to that extent like yes. p- other people you only see parts of them you only see aspects of them but yes. because I know every single side of myself I know I can't be captured in a single description that's right
0: yeah you, you can't be fit into a box
1: yeah whereas when I'm like I don't know describing you I describe like the part of you that I see majority you're my yeah. sister this is you but for you you're a daughter you're a sister you're a friend you're an individual you're all these different things and you're yourself at work I've never seen you at work right like at your job and you're you and you're studying you're you and you're alone in the shower Mm. singing or whatever like (laughs) and there's all those moments that nobody else gets to see and it's like we are everybody and nobody all at once yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was good (laughs) thanks I was trying to be cinematic
0: (laughs) Well, with that, though, I think a really, really important thing to consider is that within all of this, you need to care more about what you think Mm -hmm. rather than not what others think. And that's so hard.
1: (laughs) It is so hard,
0: especially in today's day and age. But if you can grasp that concept just even a little bit and when you're worrying about what other people think about you or that that sort of concept of things and you can be like look I really need to care more about what I think of me then that is going to have so much more impact and and meaning
1: to your life than Mm. if you're sitting there worried about what the next person thinks exactly and even if you can just remind yourself in the situation like what do I think about myself right now yeah it's not going to probably work the first few times no but the more you say that like what you repeat your internal dialogue it feeds your brain and mm. that's what you begin to think. So the more you ask yourself, the more you'll actually think that automatically. Yes. So it, it's, even if it feels like it's doing nothing at the beginning, it's not. Mm. The power of your thoughts are so important and that whole – I love the idea of like it's about what you think and I think a good way to maybe start about trying to figure out how to be your own best friend is think about what who you would want your best friend to be. Yes. And don't obviously change yourself, but think about the qualities you would want them to have. Yeah. Think about the person that you would be proud of if other people saw that version of you or you would be proud of that version. And then try your best to get up and do something that that person would do every day. Yeah. And and you have the, the control to be who you want to be. Yes. And that's through your actions and your thoughts. So yes. if you just try and do a little bit... And I don't think you can really change who you are at the core no. you know I will always be a clumsy <laughs> outspoken talkative um I don't know some other qualities but you know like I'll always be that person that I'll always be goofy and and silly and make fun of myself and as much and the thing is I love that yeah until I compare myself to someone else <laughs> because you can't be you know somebody else and some no. and I value things in other people sometimes that I don't necessarily think I embody as much of that quality as they do mm. and then I can be like a bit disappointed or upset <laughs> myself and then I have to remind myself <laughs> what do I think about myself yeah. that's what's important and I think so comparing yourself is like the toxic poison that kills self love <laughs> yeah and and being your own best friend because yeah. you never think that you're
0: good enough Mm. and there's a couple of interesting points when you were speaking then that you know that kind of got brought to my attention one of them is what you think like your thoughts feed everything about you and that even extends to what stimulus you absorb Mm -hmm. so like music you listen to um, podcasts movies you watch (laughs) um you know, things that you look at on social media, all, right. all of that. It all encompasses. It all Who you're around. Exactly, who you're around, your what network. Mm-hmm. So all of that stimulus is still going to play a part. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you have to be self-aware of that.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's something I really wasn't aware of until recently. And I used to love, like, clubbing music and, like, R&B. And I still love that kind of music, but... I used to just listen to whatever and not really care about the lyrics yeah and now if I listen to a song that's really hmm what's the word um being disrespectful to women Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I find it very difficult to listen to and it actually makes me upset and I realized that like because now I know what I consume Feeds how I think. Yeah. So I'm so much more aware of it, and I actively choose not to listen to songs that I wouldn't have cared about. You know, I was that person. I was like, who cares? Like, yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Don't listen to. Th-. But now I've changed, and I understand how that does affect how I think, and I actively choose. And it's like I don't want to listen to it. Like I'll be in the car and I'll be like, what the heck? Like, yeah, what are you saying? That's, <laughs> and so, yeah. And so, like, it's just little things like that. I mean, you can still listen to whatever music you want to be your own best friend. But for me personally, being aware of the stimulus has helped me shape how I think.
0: Yes, mm. Because it, it makes such a big difference. Like, whether you're consuming it consciously or subco- subconsciously, you're still consuming it at the exactly. end of the day.
1: And with that, like, your self-talk is yes. so important. The world is so... Hard and and intense, and there's a lot of people potentially, maybe judging you, maybe not. But like, don't make it any harder on yourself. Yeah. Don't don't talk negatively to yourself about yourself. Like, and we all do it. And yes, we're all guilty of it. I'm I used to do it a lot more than I do now. When I started realizing the power of your thoughts, because it was a coping mechanism to blame myself, and then you know, and then now I try not to do that, but every so often I still slide back in there and I'm like, Oh, why'd you do that? And natural. And it's usually a lot meaner than that, but (laughs) like, why? Like, just don't give yourself a break. Like just stop doing
0: that. Exactly. And that's where my second point was going to go is do not put yourself up on a pedestal where you have to be perfect Mm. because you're still human at the end of the day. Like your actual best friend is still human. They still make mistakes. So you being your own best friend, you're still allowed to make mistakes. You're, you've still got to live and yeah. learn and experience life. And there's no... I think it's counterproductive to strive for perfection when you miss out on just being there for yourself.
1: Yeah, you're so right. I, You would never expect your sister, your mom, your best friend, your cousin, anybody to be perfect. Yeah. And you would never like look down on if your best friend I don't know scraped the side of their car like I would never be like oh
0: yeah what are you doing gonna, yeah it's like oh that sucks
1: that could happen to me that's right <laughs> you know and it's but then if if you did it yourself like I am I would be so easy to be like I should have known better and I should have done that that's so right. it's like and that's where you've got to try not to fall into that trap yeah and you're right like there's beauty in in learning from things and nothing is ever as bad as it seems yeah time heals everything makes everything mm-hmm. better And while something sucks in the moment, as maybe like we should always just try to take a step back, be kind to ourselves and support ourselves like a best friend would Would. support us.
0: Well that's right, because if something happened if something happened to me, you'd have my back no matter what.
1: Right. I would just want to hug you and make you feel better and be like, it's fine, you're still a great person. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. And I would do the exact same for you. So then why all of a sudden when you are on your own, so to speak why we so hard on ourselves like there's no
1: yeah I know and it's what is it because you just like for me like if I shouldn't have done that it's like why what do I think I'm better than somebody like no (laughs) yeah like what makes you feel like you should never make a mistake Yeah. yeah but it's like I you know like of course and so it's natural, yeah. It is natural, but if you try and take into perspective and think, like you're right, I should think about how silly that is. Yeah, <laughs> like, and like how how full of myself am I? Like, am I to think yeah. that I would never make a mistake? Which is not what you're thinking at no. the time, obviously. And that's not why
0: you're doing it.
1: No, but if you put it in that perspective, if I thought somebody else was like, I should never make a mistake, I'd be like, <laughs> I'm <"Tirm> down. <laughs> Literally, live a little. <laughs> yeah. So, and also, there's beauty in all of those mistakes, yeah. and are not probably immediately sometimes. Yeah. But it's really nice to take a step back. And and also, if you support yourself in those situations, it can be super beneficial and nice and you can look back and have a better experience even in the negative ones. Yeah. It really shapes how, how you cope with things, how you mm-hmm. handle things and how you react to situations when you support yourself yeah. and you trust yourself and you are okay with yourself making mistakes and you're there for yourself to to stand back up recover after you've made the mistakes yeah yeah i think i think that a big part of resilience comes mm, into that that is the word <laughs> resilience <laughs> all of my high school is resilience yeah,
0: the and ability like, to bounce back <laughs> yeah
1: homeroom peer support literally <laughs> literally is just and like camps and teamwork yeah. building and resilience and on my resume, I am a resilient person. Yeah, and I mean, I am. <laughs> yeah, I think we sh- we're, every single person is resilient. Yes. If you're getting up every day, mm-hmm. and and just yeah, like what we said, I, like maybe circle back to like the little things. Try and just be there for yourself in the little moments, and it will build. Yeah, and yeah, figure out who you are. Spend some time alone. Do your hobbies. Yeah, do what you love, and also don't think about it too much because none of us really know who we are.
0: Yeah, <laughs> don't. If you don't know who you are, if you feel like you don't know who you are, who you are, I should say, don't feel bad about it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with still figuring it out. Or if you don't feel like you're ready to figure it out whatever the reason is, there's no pressure for right now that you must know who you are. Yeah, it's a journey. It's a process.
1: And in in living your life, being unsure you're probably learning more about yourself than you realize and I think being unsure and being aware that you're not sure Mm -hmm. is such it's you're putting yourself in a place for learning and growth and that's super special and it's important never to to think you know everything about any topic because then you close the door to ever knowing more
0: yeah yeah
1: that's a really powerful, oh. powerful statement. Ooh. There, <laughs> I should make a quote card about. that. Maybe that'll be on the quote thing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Check out our Instagram every single week. We put up a teaser of what the episode's going to be about, and then we uh, announce what the episode is. And then after, we do a quote from one of us that is from the episodes. That's on Pissed Off Pod on Instagram, and you can also find our personal um, information and photos and stuff on We Are Pissed Off on Instagram. Yeah, so I think that's all I've got to say. Yeah, I sort of introduced the ending before I was we just. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have just said that, but anyway, <laughs> that's fine. I mean, I thought we were wrapping up. So. Yeah, we definitely are. Um, so yeah,
0: well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we really enjoyed
1: that conversation. Yeah, I really liked it. It Flew by. It did really fly it by. It was easy and effortless, and there was probably heaps more I would could have kept talking about. Same. So hopefully, this is the beginning of the conversation. You can continue with it with us on our Instagram. Yeah. And we can't wait to chat with you again next Saturday. Catch ya. Catch ya.